0: Hello, welcome to 21st Century Bones podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. When do you feel joy? When do you feel honored? People normally feel joy when they have possession, when they have something in their pocket, when they have money, and when they have cars, and when they have house they want to live in, they feel joy. What about honor? People normally feel honored when they are successful, when they achieve their American American dreams, when they uh, become CEO, when they become su- supervisor, when they become something, someone that they wanted to become, they feel honored. What about the people of God? When do the people of God feel joy and honor? Now, we, that's what we're going to look at in... Uh, book of Acts chapter 5 verses 40 through 42 we've been going through the book of Acts it's an amazing book telling us about the work of the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the people they received the power they became witness they became the church they became the body of Christ the body of Christ devoted themselves to the Word of God and also they loved one another sharing what they have so there's no one who had need and also uh, they were lifting up the name of Christ Jesus through worship and every day the number at the number was increased The people of God increased, the kingdom of God grew. So that's what we see. However, in book of Acts chapter 5, the chapter that we're going to read today, study today, shows the first physical persecution. Why? Because there are people who are added to the kingdom of God each day, but there are also other people who did not like it. Really, Especially religious leaders, Pharisees and all the Jewish leaders did not like people coming to Jesus Christ. They were, in fact, very jealous uh, about it. When the apostles and the church was doing a wonderful miracle of God, they were doing exactly what Jesus was doing, even greater works, and then the religious leaders did not, ha- was not happy about it. So we can see the persecution. However, we see that this uh, early church, the people of God, they had joy in the persecution. They were rejoicing about it. And then they were they were also rejoicing. They were felt honored about that as well. So we can see they put their joy and uh, honor in the persecution for the sake of Christ Jesus. And also they were joyful. They were honored to be saved. As we can see in Luke chapter ten verse twenty, when the people of people of God performing so many miracles, Jesus said, "Do not rejoice over the miracles or success, ministry success that you have, but rejoice over that your name is written in." the book of life so they had a joy in salvation they were honored in the persecution so let's look at uh, acts chapter 5 verses 40 through 42. They followed his advice, and after calling the apostles in, they flogged them and ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and then released them. So they went on went on their way from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they had been considered worthy to suffer shame for his name. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not stop Teaching and preaching the good news of Jesus as the Christ. Amen. Wow, this is a very powerful verse. As you can see in verse 40, they followed his who are they, the religious leaders, right? Jewish people, they followed his advice. And after calling the apostles in, they flogged them and ordered, in other words, whipped them. They physically attacked the Christians. These religious leaders and Jewish people, they followed the priest, the human advice. And then they began to persecute Christians. And then, what? Why? Because they they told them not to speak in the name of Jesus, because they wanted to na- they wanted to stop proclamation proclamation of the gospel, proclamation of Christ Jesus. However, verse forty one, very powerful verse. So they went on their way. Who are they? These uh, apostles, uh, the um, the Christian leaders. They want their they went on their way from the presence of the council, religious council, rejoicing that they had been considered worthy to suffer shame for his name. We see the word rejoicing. They were filled joyful uh, because they had money or cars or success in their pocket. No, when they were persecuted, they were rejoicing. And then they said they had been, why? They had been considered worthy. In other words, they had been considered honored. They felt honored. Honor to suffer shame for his name. Wow, this is so opposite to the world. Because as I mentioned earlier, the world feels honored when they are successful and then they feel joy when they have possession but these people you know they are rejoicing over their salvation because they are Christians but also you know they are they feel honored when their persecution when uh, when in the persecution not of possession but persecution for the name of Christ Jesus they suffered what they suffered shame in the shame and honor culture you know shame is a big deal nobody wants to be in shame right they we want to hide from shame we will do everything to cover our shame to avoid our shame however they were there to suffer shame for what not for themselves but for the sake of christ for his name they feel honored to be persecuted for jesus christ now, how is it really possible? Well, there are some occasions when people feel honored when they suffer. For example, in the army, there, if, if this army is a true army, they love the country. Every troop is a hero. They are um, the, uh, the patriots for the country. So the war began then the war war became very serious and a of people are dying and uh even in the our side is so many casualties are happening but the, these soldiers are dedicated they love the country and then when they are dying they're t- telling to one another it is an honor for me to die for my country it is my joy to suffer for my country because why they love the country now what about the uh, um the sports game. When you are very serious about your team and winning the game competition, then you will suffer anything. Probably you can, you might uh, break break your ankle, your uh, foot, your feet, or your hands, and so. But you might think this way: I'm honored to suffer for my team to win this game so you know even the medias will portray you as a heroic figure because you sacrifice your body parts to win the game to win for the team now imagine that if you are national team that you are uh, winning your compet. you're competing against different country then that will be like national cause that you will do everything you will sacrifice you will devout you will uh, dedicate your whole life to win in the game. And then when you suffer, you don't feel you don't feel shame about it. Because you love your country, you love your team, and you did everything you sacrifice yourself for the good cause. Okay, so people normally suffer shame, people normally suffer, even sacrifice their body uh, for the good cause. How much more for Jesus Christ, who is our creator, who is our savior, who is our Lord, who is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, He who is the most high being. And we are we exist for Him, we are through Him, we are for Him, according to First Corinthians eight, six. And He is our foundation, according to First Corinthians three, eleven. Now, last week, we learned that there is no other name under heaven that was given to us to save us from sin and death, according to Acts 4.12. We have all the reasons to put Jesus as the first. Foremost, His worth is infinite. His worth is greater than all the things, even greater than the country, even greater than all the sports team uh, winning competitions. He is the greatest. His kingdom is the greatest. So how much more value th- does anything have more than Christ Jesus? So our cause, our cause is evident it's so clear that is the greatest cause which is Christ Jesus. So suffer for his name, suffer for Jesus Christ is the highest joy, must be the highest joy, honorable joy and honor than sacrificing one's life for the country, sacrificing one's life for the winning the team uh, battle. However, why? Why there are so many people who are not feeling that way? You know, many people come to church, then, you know, there are many people saying, I'm a Christian, but do they really feel joy? and honor when they are persecuted for Christ Jesus, well, to be honest with you, more, uh, lots of people, probably most people would not feel joy and satisfaction or honored when they are persecuted. They want to do everything to avoid persecution and they want to do everything to have an easy life. You know, people think that Christianity is very easy religion. They come to church on Sunday, and then they do some things, this and that, and they feel like, you know, God is going to bless me, and I'm a good Christian, so god, God's god got to bless me all the way through. So, even they are using God for their worldly joy, worldly honor. For example, they ask God to give more stuff so that their pockets would be field then they ask God in prayer so that they will be honored to be promoted to be a CEO to be the uh, to be the best person in workplace so they will feel honored however when they lose but here's the problem when they lose their worldly honor for example when they become when they do not nominate when they uh, do not become a CEO or a supervisor or you know um, the PhD graduates or anything they wanted to become, they feel dishonored and they even curse God. Like, God, I asked you to to make me this person, but you declined it. You did not listen to me. So I do not want to believe in you anymore. I feel so dishonored in this life. Or they feel like, God, I asked for you. I asked for money. I asked for this and that, but you did not give any of them to me. So I feel so unhappy now. I feel so miserable. So you're not my God anymore. I'm not going to uh, listen to you anymore. I'm not going to pray to you anymore. What does that tell you? That tells the real joy and real honor inside of them. Their real joy, their real honor is still money and the possession and the success in life. And they're just using God for their own joy and honor. They are not Christians. Just because they're in the church doesn't mean that they are Christians. They are pseudo-Christians because they do not put their joy and honor in Christ Jesus alone. But if you truly put your joy and honor in Christ Jesus alone, it doesn't matter whether you don't become the person you you want to become, whether you have things in your pocket or not, doesn't matter. Because you still have joy, you still have honor in God who does not change. God is still there whether you're sick or not. God is still there whether you have a plenty or not. God is still there when you are in a high position or not. God is still there still infinitely great. He is the greatest above all things. So if you put your joy in Christ Jesus, then your joy will never be shaken. And if you put honor in Christ Jesus alone, then your honor will never be shaken. And you will be willing, you will be willing to Throw everything away for the sake of Christ Jesus, because what you have in your pocket, your position, it compares to Jesus Christ. They are nothing. So you will willingly, happily give them away for the sake of Christ Jesus. That's what Paul did. Paul was a very smart person. He was. He had a high position. He had lots of things in his pocket, but he said, I consider all of this as rubbish compared to the worth of Christ Jesus. That's what the early Christians did. That's what the apostles did. As we can see, they felt joy, they felt honored to suffer shame for the Christ Jesus. Why? Because they could do that. Because Jesus was the infinite joy and honor to them. So everything else was nothing. So sacrifice, sacrificing them was not real sacrifice. It was actually joy. Joy to them. So what should we do to be like these apostles? To be like these early Christians? To be like Apostle Paul? To have joy and honor in Christ Jesus alone? Then first, we need to know the infinite value of Christ Jesus. Now, if you know the value of gold or silver or smartphone and all these things, what you're gonna do? You're gonna love them and you are going to protect everything everything to keep them, right? Likewise, if you know the infinite worth of Christ Jesus, you will want to know him more, you want to keep him all the way through because you love him the most. That is why we need to know the infinite value of Christ Jesus. You need to know who Jesus truly is. Jesus is God, period. He is the Son of God. He is the creator. He is the savior of your soul, of your body. He is the only one who can save you from sin and death. You need to know him, not as an information, but as the heart knowledge to know him, to have a true relationship with him. So when you know him, then you can truly sacrifice for him because Jesus first sacrificed himself for us. He took our sins. He took all our infirmities. He took all our weaknesses and then he died in shame on the cross all for the glory of God all because of his love for us. Now, because he loves us, because he sacrificed for us, because he lives in us, likewise, we can willingly sacrifice what we have in our pocket, what we have, even our life, because of the infinite worth of Christ Jesus. So we will put our joy and we will put our honor in Him, so it will be even honorable for us to sacrifice for the sake of Christ Jesus. Even our life, right? Even our loved ones, even our everything that we have, we can sacrifice. We can give them all up to the Lord because He is worthy. And it is a great joy and honor for us to suffer shame for the name of christ jesus so let's be like them let's know him and let's let's really um be the true christians true born again believers who are willingly sacrificing their lives for jesus jesus and his kingdom Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you, we praise you for this uh, very challenging message that we need to know the infinite worth of Christ Jesus alone and then we can truly sacrifice our lives for you because it is a great joy and honor for us to suffer shame uh, for your name because you suffered shame uh, for us, for your kingdom, for your glory. So Father, I pray that you would give us the desire, the heart of of gold heart of a pure heart so that we will be truly like you and then we will truly live as your sons and daughters for your kingdom lord we thank you praise you in jesus holy name we prayed amen